Hey everybody, welcome back to Pretty Legal Nonsense. I'm Abby. I'm Clara. And I'm Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> and we do have Taylor back again. Taylor's back. If y'all remember him from uh, from like last week, we did have him on to talk about foster care um, and kind of his journey through the foster care system. And now he's back because we love Taylor so much. We do love Taylor. He is one of our really good friends. So. We but also can't get rid of him, and he's just. I'm being of, held captive. Just, please <laughs> save Shut me. up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell him. He actually just won't leave. Yeah. <laughs> They're giving me food. <laughs> no, we didn't. No, we didn't. <laughs> I got myself coffee. And she got me coffee. I need to pay her back. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> I thought there were going to be snacks, guys. <laughs> I asked you if you wanted <laughs> coffee. You said no. <laughs> oh, man. I wanted some. It's oh, okay. I'll get, okay. You, I'll get you lunch. It's okay. Oh, gosh. I'll get you lunch. Yeah, I guess. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so um, today we're kind of going to discuss gun <coughs> laws and just as a little warning. So we are, If I know we've discussed that we're from Lipscomb University. Which is in Tennessee. Where we Nashville, recently, Tennessee. Nashville, Tennessee, where we recently did have the Covenant School shooting, and which is kind of why we chose this topic, mm-hmm. because it's kind of what's all around us and what's on our minds. Yeah. So just a little warning. Um, I think it's a sensitive topic for all of Tennessee right now. So... This will probably be one of our more controversial and maybe podcasts. a little more serious than um, normal. Is yeah. there anything serious with you guys though? No, shut up. Anyway, <laughs> just gonna get that out there. It may, it will definitely be more serious than any of the other podcasts done, but expect there to be laughs. If you don't, if you don't agree with our views, again, like we That's don't care. A-okay. We're very totally fine. Um, this care. whole, the whole point of this podcast is kind of just to shed some light on our on our views and our opinions and kind of what's going on in the world around us again guys i'm still a little bit sick so if my voice sounds a little funky that is why sorry for listening (laughs) but okay let's kind of jump right in so pause so do we want to start with the covenant shooting and just kind of yes that's where it starts okay that's where it starts okay so i i can do it I was, was on campus. <laughs> I was. I drove right I by it. Yeah, I too. drove right by it. I was As it happened. I think we all we should can discuss all just it, but I could introduce it. Yeah. Kind of cuz. Okay. Well, I you did know. introduction for the trigger warning. Okay. Do you I don't care. Do? Either way. You do whatever you want. I don't want So, anyway, guys, we're just going to go ahead and start with... We're going to jump right on in and rip the Band-Aid off with a very tough topic. Um, we're just going to start off by telling, you know, what where we were when the... Covenant shooting kind of happened. Yeah, um, I was in. Sorry to cut you off. You took okay. a break, so I just jumped in. <laughs> so I was actually. So we have a building at Lipscomb called McFarland the Science Building, mm-hmm. and they have like these flex spaces that you can like <coughs> that you sit in, and the room is basically a room of windows. Like the walls are all glass. So I was there, and when Dr. McQueen, our president. Um, sent us all in the email saying like what had happened at the school next door. Oh, see, I knew it before she sent out the email. I did yeah, not. Same. Um, I did not. Well, I knew Taylor texted me that morning and said, "Hey, like I don't know what's going on, but there's like a bunch of cop cars headed towards Lipscomb. Be safe." So I had just gotten to campus maybe like at like ten that Monday, and because oh I had work, so it was after my shift at work. No, it was during my shift at work, and I. My one of my other interns. I wasn't wor- there. Oh, I'm so it's sorry. Okay, neither was I. And you interrupted me. Can you do that again, please? 
So I was at work <laughs> and um, one of the other interns came in and I was talking to one of my bosses and he came in and was like, there's a shooting that just happened. There was a school shooting that just happened. And we were like, oh, where? Like thinking it's not anywhere near here. And he said, it's at this place called Covenant. And my boss and I, our faces just froze because we were like, that's and like this five was, minutes from Lipscomb. yeah, we were like, that's right down the road, actually. And um, not to make this all about us, because our hearts are definitely with the families are definitely with For the families. Sure. Well, it's just it is kind of it is kind it's of a jarring having it so close to campus. To yeah, especially. Like, For sure. Yeah. Like we weren't in the school, but like to know it was just so close that takes a toll on you. And I and he's not from here. And so he didn't really like, realize how close it was. And my boss and I were like, no, that's right down the road. We're a forest away from, we're a couple trees away from Covenant. I passed at school every day on my drive home and I didn't even know until the shooting. And we turned, this was at like 1030 and the news wasn't even reporting it yet. Yeah. And he'd seen it in a tweet and the news wasn't like hard. Like we turned it on, like I think news like two was the only person reporting it. And so we turned it on and sat there and just sobbed for 45 minutes and that was probably one of the most heartbreaking days that i've had i think Going. and just for you know reference i mean everyone know, i'm not everyone just for reference for all of you who don't know what covenant is covenant is it's a, a presbyterian school is a presbyterian school <laughs> and it's an elementary school for kids ages you know k up to, if correct me if i'm wrong but it's k, k to through six yeah k yeah. through six yeah and so you know, thinking about putting that into perspective, sorry, putting that into sp- perspective for, you know, this is, shootings happen, right? They do. But what makes this, I feel, harder is the fact that it was three nine-year-old kids mm-hmm. and three adults. adults. And I also, I kind of want to touch on the fact that, like, I, I mean, everyone, like, six people were killed. Mm-hmm. Right. Three people a lot of people are really focusing on the children because, like, they were so young. But I think it's also, like, not okay. Because I've seen a lot of people just kind of disregard the three Adults, elders yeah. that got that got killed. And I just, I feel, I, that just, that hurts me. That hurts. It's like, that, I'm going to try not to get emotional when I yeah, talk same. about it. There may be some um, tears this episode. But, so, my mom is a preschool teacher. Mm-hmm. And that school is a pre-K through sixth grade school. Yeah. And I just... And that is, I hate to say it, that is not, the f- I've been in active shooter situations yeah. where we've had shooters near um, the campus where I went to school, where I went from third grade to graduation because I went to a private Christian university or private Christian school. And all I could think, my mom hadn't heard about it yet because yeah. she's in Bellevue and I'm right down the road from Covenant. And all I could think about was, oh my God, what would I have done if that was my and my mother was in that school what would my mother have done and so then like it immediately became personal for me and I was like these are yes the kids died and I cannot fathom like why someone would do that but I also had the harsh reality of that could have been my mom and so that and then my aunt is an administrator in a public school that could have been her like, I come from a family of teachers, and that's so heartbreaking for me to think about. It's just kind of like, sorry, Taylor. No, it's okay. It's just kind of also, I, j- I mentioned before, I was in, like, a room full of windows, and it was just, like, like five minutes after Dr. McQueen sent out that email, mm-hmm. buses passed, 
and we saw buses full of like children taking them away from the school and that is like an image that is burned in my mind forever that combined with the posts about like where they took a, have y'all seen like the picture of like a girl it's in the burned bus into like my head crying yeah that's just it's just it's so so hard and it's so difficult mm-hmm. and uh it's still i'm still like working through what happened because it's pretty hard yeah well i mean you're it's out of frame a little bit oh, definitely sorry. good to talk about but and um you know, and it's good to put into perspective, you know, thinking about, you know, that, as you said, that could have been your aunt, your mom. Yeah. You know, that is someone, that was someone's parent. That was someone's child. aunt or uncle, child, child even. But, you know, to put more, you know, you were talking about, about the, adults. the adults. I mean, we want to put that into perspective. You know, that was someone's parent. That was someone's grandparent, someone, because I'm pretty sure they were, if. They were 65. Yeah, that could have been they someone's grandparent. So, you know, really. To think, to put into perspective, that could have been any one of our mm-hmm. parents, grandparents, oh, parents, so grandparents, close. and you know, that's why you know, you know, I'm gonna, sorry, I'm gonna change, I'm gonna give us a little shift here and progress us a little further. That's why, you know, it's important that you know these protests and stuff happened in yeah. order to you know push forward red flag laws and stuff like that. So exactly. for those of you that aren't aware, um. The day after, no, the day of the shooting, protests immediately started being planned and executed. In downtown Franklin, there were, like, protests the very next day led by, like, teachers who were angry and upset. I saw TikToks that night about teachers who were, like, terrified to go back to work the next day, even though they didn't go to that school. Yeah, and Vandy, um, uh, Vandy and Belmont started a huge, um, like, college-led protest Mm -hmm. that went down to the Capitol that was very public and <laughs> lasted hours, days, actually, not even yeah. hours. It lasted days, and people were kind of coming and going. But the it, it sparked this very heated debate on this person that came into the school had two AR-15s and a pistol. And it started... And I know they owned, like, seven guns. They owned a lot. There were, I'm pretty sure there were six or seven in the van. Yeah, and so then this big argument came out on, well, why should, th- why does this person have AR-15s? Like, why, why does anybody have an AR? Why does anybody have these assault rifles? And, um, you know, in order to segue us, you know, back to the protests and stuff, as a person who went to the ones in Nashville. Mm-hmm. I don't know if these were led. These were led by March for Our Lives. Yeah. Which I don't know if any of you know who that is, but it is a very, very you know structured um, protest group. Who it's it's teens. It's ki- It's it's teens and college students. Yeah, just like us, and probably you who listen to this. So March for Our Lives, Instagram, check them out if you're you want to learn more. Um, not only they don't only cover you know protests on gun laws and stuff. They cover many more topics mm-hmm. but they led yeah they led the the two biggest protests yes and that was so highly publicized because i feel like and they were very and the thing the thing that i find you know very interesting about them is the fact of how peaceful they were mm-hmm. um yeah. they were extremely my peaceful. mom is someone who does not like protests. she doesn't like the idea and she like saw the one in downtown franklin and she was like you know, it's a very professional protest. She was like, if you want to go, like, I have no problem with and that. And my biggest, my, one of the things that angered me the most, 
I'm going to get real Southern because when I get angry, I get real Southern. <laughs> uh, but one of the things that angered me the most was that when you, when I saw like footage of the house, the house representatives were mad because they were like, well, they shouldn't be protesting and they're doing this and they're doing that. And I was like, this is probably the most peaceful protest yeah. I think I've ever seen in Nashville. Right. I mean, compared to the black, the, our last big protest, the Black Lives Matter. Well, the last, to. the last big protest in Nashville was the Black Lives Matter protest that set fire to like stuff down at the Capitol. Is that not January sixth, yeah. or is that the mm. no? That's the White House one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Um, I know, and I found it. I found it. Um, I found it interesting. I found it very <laughs> interesting that our House Speaker Sexton actually tried to compare the peaceful protest of Nashville, which I was there. It was oh, very he peaceful. Oh. He tried to compare it to January sixth. He tried to, com- and then no one was in. There were no injuries. Yeah, no one got hurt. No one ever. And yeah. the thing that I also I want to say I'm very proud of of you know Nashvilleians and people who were there. Mm-hmm. We didn't. Is that a word? Yes, <laughs> yes. it is a word. Oh. Um, we, I'll say we, they, yes, we protested, but when police officers would say, hey, you can't come this way. You wouldn't. Nobody did. And Nobody tried to pressure. I have always said this. I said this very, a lot back during the Black Lives Matter protest is that the media is going to portray the worst of it. Absolutely. And people will never see the good side of it, but w- there was no bad side to this protest there was people that were like okay we're gonna listen like we're not gonna and when y'all got when y'all were allowed to go into the house it was because they were letting you into the house because it's it's a it's public property they have to let you into the house but like they were telling you where to go and showing you things i saw i think taylor was on your story that i saw like someone was like giving you snacks and stuff like yes very kind i am very sorry. I do not know um, whose office that was, but yes, it was one of the representatives. Yeah. Thank you. If you are watching this, I do want <laughs> to say <laughs> on the watching. off chance that the like one percent this representative is watching this. <laughs> Thank you. Applaud you. Thanks. But it's just like I, I was a little iffy. I will say I was iffy about the protests at first, mm-hmm. and I know I was talking to you, Taylor, and I was like, eh, I don't know. If I was a little worried for you. I'm not gonna I was lie. Very worried. For I mean, you. going into it, it was I your was first worried. protest too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. When I first went into it, I was scared. I didn't know what was gonna happen. It was my first protest, and the other protest I heard about was the Black Lives Matters one, where which got out of hand. Which yeah. got out of hand really quick, and then the January 6th one. Yeah. But that wasn't one. Was I will protest. say, the that was a riot. That was not a protest. That yes. was a riot. My bad. It's okay. Um, anyway, um, the most stressful part about it was is if you're claustrophobic and you don't like loud noises. Yeah. That's it. And that's what protests are. Um, but as a result of these protests, the we oh, – hold on. I got to think about how I'm going to word this sentence. Okay, while we're waiting for her. But as, you know, as the protests, you know, they happened, we did have – three Tennessee representatives that finally spoke up for us. Yeah, and um, um, they actually banned, they they were the, as I was, this is from my own point of view. I will say I don't know everything and I'm not you were there. a thousand percent. Yes, the times I was there. There were the main Tennessee three were the ones and there were other representatives, I do not know their names, um, that came in and talked to the people. Mm-hmm. And um, they were like, thank you guys Which for being here. Which is what here. representatives are supposed to do. Exactly. <laughs> what are, Which is what, why I'm just name. so like shocked whenever the, like people were like, oh, these like these representatives, they suck. They're doing all these things. They're like, well, they're condoning the protest. I'm like, 
know. No, they're talking to the people. That's, they're also respecting the freedom of but speech. But that's why the Tennessee Three got in trouble. The Tennessee Three got in trouble, which were um, Justin Jones, Justin Pearson, and Gloria Johnson. Gloria, Gloria Johnson. Johnson. Um, they got in trouble because they were, well, Pearson and Jones got in trouble because there was a, they had a megaphone on the House floor. Yes. But then they got in trouble. Okay, for several things. In trouble. Hold on. Couple days. As sorry, I'm going to cut in because I was I was there for the expulsion. It was very disturbing to watch. Justin Jones and the other Justin Pearson Pearson and Justin Justin Jones Jones. both got expelled. Yes, but they've both been reinstated five days later. (laughs) Not even. Not even. Like maybe a day later. I think Justin Justin Jones was was a day later. Pearson did take a little bit. Yeah. 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 I love Memphis, by the way. But Gloria, but and I will say, you know, just uh, again on the Tennessee three, um, this was before the expulsion and everything. Um, I met with a few of my colleagues and I. We met Justin Jones and Gloria Johnson in one of their committees because um, we were just we had just heard uh, Bill Lee's first bill to pass in order to in response to the Covenant shooting. And we were a little devastated by, I mean, a little, we felt like there needed to be more. Billy is the governor of Tennessee. Just yeah, for, just for anyone who didn't preference. know. Preference. Um, but we we didn't know, you know, we were just like, there's got to be something else. And we saw just, just around that time, Justin Jones was turning the corner and like walking up to, I, I don't remember what building it was, but it was the building of the Senate offices. Do you know what building that is? It's... I think it'll, it's the it'll take Cordell me a second. Building. I'm gonna look it up real quick. <laughs> I ha- I have you know, well, I have videos and stuff about it. While you look it up, I just kind of want to touch on the fact that, um, you know, so we actually for the extra credit for one of our professor's classes, he and he gave us an extra credit assignment, and he's like, discuss two laws that you mm-hmm. would change in Tennessee if you could, and the one of the ones I put was. The fact I'd be changing that, that gun law. That, yeah, I put I put um, like the, the fact that you can have you can have um, rifles. a rifle. No, no, no. The fact that you well, I was I was gonna do that one, but I went for the fact that you can have a handgun. Um, you can have a handgun without a license, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to. be And that's concealed. newer. That's like the past. That couple was years. in twenty twenty one. Yeah, and that so in Tennessee you can have a handgun on you at all times it doesn't have to be concealed without a permit or anything if you are above the age of i think it's 18 and why do you feel like that should be changed just for just for questions or, yeah i just th- like no permit no nothing you can get it very easily uh, we've seen how a gun when a gun gets in the wrong hands what happens mm-hmm. listen i i also just to kind of like express my thoughts i don't believe that um I mean, I blah, blah, blah. I think if you just peop, like just saying like all guns sh- should be gone, I think that's unrealistic. Oh, a hundred percent unrealistic. That is, you would never be able to do that. That would be a perfect world, but that's also un- very unrealistic. Yeah. I don't know if that would be if you ban. Okay, I sorry. Mean, I'm gonna play mind. devil's advocate here for a minute, and okay. I'm gonna ask y'all to think. And you guys, think about this for a second. <laughs> um, yes, you as the Taylor audience. taking over the podcast that isn't even his. It's really not. I just kind of showed up, and okay. now and he won't I'm leave. You're here. Anyway, we're holding him hostage. Please send help. Um, I'll buy you some Peruvian food. Okay. Yeah. There's a GoFundMe page to release <laughs> Taylor from Bond. I'm not incarcerated. I'm just held hostage. Oh. Anyway, back to back question. to our question is you know 
you will never be able to completely ban guns. And why oh, why would that be to you guys? Why would that be a you know why would that be a perfect world? So, I just know this is kind of throwing and sprinkling my own opinion in there. So I have always said I will. My like I said in um, our juvenile discussion, yeah. my end goal is to work in prosecution. That is not a very safe job for some people, um, especially criminal prosecution, because you are putting people behind bars. You're trying to. Um, but. I found out what building it was. It's the oh Cordell building. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, my end goal is prosecution, and I always wanted to work in uh, one of three cities. I guess four. I can count Nashville, I, I guess. But it was either going to be Nashville, Chicago, New York, or Miami which are very dangerous cities. Well, yeah. I was going to say, you really don't pick the most <laughs> dangerous so, cities. Um, Especially Chicago. Chicago, I love Chicago. But Chicago and New York have, I'm iffy on their gun laws. I'm like, don't 100% know. Yeah. But I only really know Tennessee's. My mom was like, okay, well, regardless, you are getting a carry permit if you go to these states. You're going to go through all the training. You're going to have a carry permit. And you are going to learn how to shoot a gun and defend yourself. And so I think in those situations when you have the licensing and it is for protect, and I'm not going to have, I'm not going to walk into the DA's office with an AR-15 strapped on my back when I'm going into work. I, and even then I think you're not allowed to carry firearms in federal buildings like that. And so you, when we went and visited, it um, depends on your, um, it depends on your like exact occupation in those offices, but I, no, I just know when we visited juvenile court, they took away my pepper spray. Um, when we went <laughs> into we went to the DOJ in DC, you're not allowed to. It depends yeah. on your. Um, they, well, they have so much security there, anyways. But when I went to court for my speeding ticket, they made me go back to my car and leave my pepper spray. So sad. Um, <laughs> it's just, I I don't know. I think that to answer your question, mm-hmm. I think that guns are great for safety purposes. Right. But I do not. Think I think we just make it so easy for it to get in the wrong hands. I don't think that we need assault rifle. I Absolutely. oh, we make it way too easy to get into the wrong hands. And all I can think about when I say that is the Parkland shooting mm-hmm. and the shooter from the Parkland shooting, where there were signs that he was do that he was going to do it, and no one was listening. And he bought those guns, didn't need to pass a background check, didn't need. Uh, sometimes they make you do like a, like a psychological examination didn't have to do any no. of that i encourage you know we will be dropping you know um cases and stuff or like instances of shootings i just want to take a break for a second to a- acknowledge the fact for our listeners do your own research to find your own stance don't be swayed don't, by yeah don't listen people. to us and like i mean listen to us but don't <laughs> listen to the podcast but like you don't have to believe what we believe exactly do your own research we don't even the three of us we all have like completely different views we're all just like discussing so i'm good i just but like i just i'm the reason to answer your question i mean maybe a perfect world was like not the correct term i would use in a perfect world in a perfect world no no one in a perfect world we're all sitting around a uh, campfire playing acoustic kumbaya exactly happy happy jolly in a perfect world Like, like you don't need them. Exactly. And do we... Um, so let's say... Okay. But so I will also say this is that I've been in another situation where I wish I'd had access to a gun where I was house-sitting for someone and there was someone shot 
500 feet down the road from me and left for dead on the side of the road. And thank God I had two really protective dogs that were with me that would have attacked anybody that walked into the house because they are literally like, they're pretty much guard dogs. But I wish I'd had it. I'd wish I'd been able to protect myself with a firearm in that situation. But okay. so I, I think prote- for protection purposes. So I've, I've, I want to, I want to bring into, you know, just into y'all's heads again, just another topic, just another like idea do you feel like, you know, the reason, you know, our the whole idea of guns getting out of hand has come from the, you know, thought process or the fear of not being the guy with the bigger stick? I think it's 100% an ego competition. I, yes. A thousand percent. I think that especially from what, this is just my humble opinion and Y'all know I'm going to give my brutally honest opinion. For sure. But I think, especially you two know I'm going (laughs) to give my honest opinion. But I think that it is a who can, who has the best without. I mean, that's what you, I mean, ever since, you know, from the, you can go back in history and see that's what kingdoms were even built on. Who is, who's the best, who's the best king? Who has the best army? Who has the bigger this? Who has, that's the whole, the whole cold rule, cold war was who had the yeah. bigger weapons. I definitely think that like ego plays a huge oh. role into it, but then, I mean, not, but then, I mean, yes, that's a statement. That was my statement, <laughs> but um, it's just kind of also, where am I going with this? Sorry, give me a sec. It's okay. Oh, restate your thought. Yes. So like, I feel like ego is definitely a big role in it. Mm-hmm. And then it's also, I feel like, just I because feel like these we've accepted it for so long. And also just because like these shootings keep happening and you never know what's going to happen to you. Right. And I think it's just all, I think a lot of it is also goes into fear. Mm-hmm. Like people are just worried that someone's going to come into their home or into their work or wherever they're at with a gun and they're not going to have anything to defend themselves. And I get that. But my biggest pet peeve, one of my biggest, pe- I've got a whole list. <laughs> I've got like a hu- list of like a hundred <laughs> things that are my pet peeves. A thousand pet peeves. I, that's that's a story to unpack later. That is her next podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's actually just just all on my pet peeves <laughs> on her own. Well, five Taylor minute episodes exactly. Yeah. Um, what do you mean? I'm one of I them. Said me and Taylor. Get <laughs> Taylor is actually number one of my pet peeves. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm being held hostage. <laughs> Again, GoFundMe page. Um, my biggest pet peeve is that people say, "Well, I need an assault rifle to hunt." And I go, no, you don't. No, you, no, you don't. No, no you, you don't. don't. I went to a very hillbilly uh, middle school. Every single kid like would go hunting with their parents. Not a single one of them owned an AR-15, as far as I know. I just know most of them. They had like the little, like stupid little, like BB guns that like don't do much or something. I don't. I don't know a lot about guns. The old uh, Red Rider, you say? What? That's a BB gun. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, okay, so I'm just I gonna progress. I'm gonna progress this again a little further. I like so we don't this keep little Q and A thing. Yeah, maybe I mean, bringing Taylor on was a good idea. <laughs> I'm Let's telling you guys, I'm really good at this. <laughs> but um, I just want to progress just a little bit further to you know think about. All right, so we've talked about the fact that why we feel like guns are bad. We found out why we feel like people want their guns. Now, what how do you? Should we make? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You know, Sorry. what do you guys think about? I know you know, doing my own research and stuff, they have, you know, talked about red flag laws. We've talked about, you can never ban all guns, but, you know, in your own words. You can, 
it would just be extremely di- because then you be. have to like do whenever the, they abolished um, or whenever they tried to ban alcohol in the 1920s people are gonna find a way to do it that's not why anyway. i was gonna say i was gonna say they could do it it's just the ma- the manner in which which i know certain states have extremely strict gun laws like i think there are some states where like they have done the recollection of guns where they, they like tried to pass that it actually failed so that's just and i know so they, they're not going to be able to do it especially south. in a state like tennessee where everyone has a gun yeah so they tried to and some I, states have done the recollection thing where you like give give the gun or like you give it turn it into the police and you like get money or something like right. that i work at but like you know, a country I was, club and i just know i literally right after the shooting i heard so many conversations between like members where they were like they were discussing the shooting and they were like well i got 15 guns in my house i got like six guns in my house and they were all like just it's almost like they were proud of it i'm like you're discussing a shooting where you're saying guns got in the wrong hands and then and then you you turn around and you're bragging about all the guns you have in your home in what world does that make sense okay so to go back to what avia just said about the recollection the collection of guns and stuff in order for that to work you'd have to i mean because that tried to, to do it. yeah. One people would have to be willing to do it, but also think about the people that you know want to keep their guns. Mm. How are they? Go- how's the government going to fund the ability to give the money? Taxpayer dollars, and you got to think about you know how many people that don't want to give their guns away. They're going to have to be. They're basically going to be buying the other. Their na- like let's say, my sorry. The only reason I know a lot about this, I've actually talked to my dad about this. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, Dad. By the way, you made me a lot smarter. <laughs> but um, when Ooh, you parents. when you go to think about this, <laughs> right? You go to think about this. Let's say you know we'll take uh, we'll take for example, you got two neighbors, right, mm-hmm. across the street from each other, Jack and Joe. Jack and Joe. <laughs> so you've got I said Jill, but Joe, Joe. works. Okay, Jack and Joe, <laughs> and we've got Joe who is um, we'll call. He really likes his guns, and he's mm-hmm. going to keep them all in a gun rack in a garage, mm-hmm. not locked up or anything, just in the garage, just there. Mm-hmm. And then you've got, oh, sorry, was that Joe or Jack? That's Joe. Jack um, is willing to give his give his guns up to the, you know, give his guns up to the police in order for, you know, that cash, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you got to think, even though Joe does not want to give up his guns, he's still going to be paying the taxes oh, in order to fund yeah. Jack to give his guns away. So you got to think about, you got to think about that. How many people are going to, how many people are going to vote for that? Joe's going to have to, pay the taxes in order for jack to get his money to give up his guns even though joe doesn't want to give his guns up so you gotta think you gotta you gotta put that into perspective and the fact that you know you've got um there there are a lot of registered hunters Mm -hmm. in tennessee but there's a lot of unregistered hunters in tennessee and that's what you gotta say you know how many unregistered guns are there more than there are people millions exactly so on the state scale it is more um, it is more probable to um, restrict or not. You can't really you can't buy back. It's yeah. it's going to be a restriction. My thing it's is, going I'm just to. like I'm not like ban all guns, but I just I believe that it needs to be more. I think it needs just needs to be harder to get one. Yeah, and that's what. Do you know what red that's flag laws are? No, not really. Okay, so do you know what red flag laws are? I think vaguely. Okay, so red flag laws are you know you take a reoccurring. Let's say okay. Let's say we're gonna take this. Um, in hypotheticals, I want to go buy a gun. Mm-hmm. By the way, hypotheticals <laughs> for legal reasons. Speaking. These are all hypotheticals. Say I want to go buy a gun, right? Mm-hmm. Again, hypotheticals. But um, I would have to take a reoccurring, you know, because they give you a background check when you buy a gun. Yeah. In order to buy it, you have to have a background check. But yes. you know what happens? You know, 
say you you buy a gun a few months later a lot of like tragic stuff happens to you and your mental health goes in Thanks. the ground yeah yeah they're not going to know that because they don't have reoccurring ones. But yeah. that's what red flag laws are for. Yeah. We'll put a law in there to where you have to do mental checks and background checks. I, it says regularly. I don't know how Probably often like, regularly. I would say what? monthly. I would I would say like. I was going to say six months. I was like going to say six, six months, months or annually. Really? Because mm -hmm. I, I mean, personally, from a personal note, life happens. Day, like life will can take up and go at any point. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's why I would say monthly. Because I, I mean. Every I six months. Is just, I just feel like that's unrealistic. Or quarterly. I'd almost yeah. go with quarterly. Yeah. Part of me would also think something Even you if it's just use to like adapt that would maybe like have someone who like knows you're registering for this gun and and like keeps you accountable. Yeah. Because if you're very well, close. Well, you also got to think about, you know, know someone you keeping you. I know you never know what someone, what's, what's going through someone's heads. Like for instance, the Covenant shooter, the parents didn't even know that they had had yeah. all those guns in that home. So I think... Even though you do not always know like what's going on through someone's head, I feel like if you had someone to keep you accountable for mm -hmm. it, that person, like if they're genuinely close to you and they genuinely know you, yeah, they're gonna notice when something's a little off. Yeah. So I don't know. And then I have a huge issue if you're if you're privileged enough to have a friend like that. But I have a huge issue with <laughs> with states whose solution is give teachers guns. Oh, okay. oh I will say another. when I was there at the you know at the court <laughs> hearing and they they said they would um, put they actually passed a bill for this it's going in the Senate uh, oh, soon yeah. but there's oh. going to be Florida's even like trying to pass a bill like amongst, amongst the other things that Florida's <laughs> doing right now we don't even want to get into that one later well, next podcast idea. Florida is Florida man we just need an Why episode is Florida? that just says Florida, Florida exclamation mark <laughs> well I think I so I feel like the whole narrative behind giving teachers guns that is like, I understand the thought process I behind it. it. I really but do. Listen, but why would you, you want the why would you want the gun in the school, in the first place? So exactly. Say and you like say say there is an active a shooter. Student could find it. Exactly. So it's my fine. even if it's so locked up. My mom's a preschool teacher. Yes. My best friend um, is getting her elementary education major. My she has told me she is not going to carry a gun into a classroom. Exactly. Like and it's like say my mom so shoot a kid. Are, is, is that is that now then on the schools that are already underfunded to is, now who's going to train the teachers pay and pay to train these teachers. and give them a gun? They don't make enough money anyways. No way. Don't and, then, th and not to also put in the fact that you know someone who would it's not. I mean it's hard to get your teacher's license. Yes, but. <laughs> Then you have to we go on and get training who, after that too. Yeah, and then we know people will probably go into schools. I mean, this is again hypothetical. Hypothetically speaking, you can't base this on anything. But who's to say someone doesn't know like their kids and their kids going to be in this grade? Who's like, this is again extreme <laughs> hypothetical. Who says like my kid's going to be in this grade by the time I get my or this kid I know is going to be in this grade by the time I get my teaching license gets to there shoots the kid. Also, if you're saying that's an extreme if hypothetical, if you're saying a teacher needs to go against a shooter, you are then putting that teacher in exactly. extreme danger. And that if teacher's a got a family. So, where my mom works, um, one of her co teachers, her husband's on the bomb squad. And so, this teacher's got, she has a carry permit. She's, exactly. she, but she can't, she can't bring the gun into the building. She has to keep Absolutely. it in her car. Of course. Which, even then, because it's a privately owned campus. Mm -hmm. So, it's probably not. I think it's there's like a gray area about it. I'm not 100% sure. Don't quote me on that anybody. Um but okay. she but she um like she was like I'm never going to carry 
my gun into a classroom especially since they're preschoolers and preschoolers i schoolers get handsy they like to play around they with like things. to preschoolers like to put things in their mouths yes. they're curious they it's like just, to find i don't even them. want to think about that one chief and it's just it's mind-boggling to me because i don't understand how why isn't the government why isn't the tennessee government understanding that that is such a big liability on the government and the schools now at that point well, i'm sure i i'm almost positive that if they allowed if they made that a law it would only go towards go towards public institutions it wouldn't go because private institutions they operate did, differently actually they actually part of the bill that they passed said it would the funding would go for well the the thing they passed wasn't to arm teachers it was a thing when i was there mm-hmm. it was a thing to add more funding for guards at schools yeah See, and I, to I, lock I the building down more and it was essentially the way it was worded and i um because I, I was there and i you know was listening to this you know hearing justin jones then um gave a rebuttal on it and he was talking about you're just turning schools into prison at that point have you yeah. seen the videos on tiktok about the schools in florida where they've got that door that they pull yes. out and then it becomes like an extra like cubicle a, have you yeah. not seen that it's like a mini i'll see if we can like repost it or anything so it's like a mini classroom almost within the classroom and you pull it out you pull it out it's like it's like on the wall and you pull it out and it rolls out and it becomes this like like a box box yeah around their door fit all students and it's like it doesn't have a handle on the door no one can get in you Mm -hmm. can only get out i also have a um i also have a question so yes we're talking about school shootings and stuff and how that's a problem but can we also talk about the fact that there are so many like neighborhood shootings or shootings where someone they go undocumented think about the ones now that are going through there's one almost every day now i I see so many on my on my Twitter because I get tweets all the time and about how like even college campuses because it's it's insane. Well, so and the bills that they're passing are to help school shootings. Taylor. That's the thing. I want them to. You have interrupted me every time I open my mouth. Girl, same. You. I'm feeling it. I'm trying to go I back. Do it, I do it back to you because you do it to me first. Pause. My turn. So <laughs> anyway, like I was saying, these bills are being passed to stop school shootings. I'm never we need you them <laughs> to <laughs> You are never coming back. <laughs> I would want you to know it's I okay. did that you on can, purpose. I'll sneak you in next week. It's okay. Hey. Thank you. <laughs> I'll bring food. Oh, hey, if you bring me food. No. <laughs> I'm buying her. We don't food. take bribes. <laughs> hey. I uh, do. <laughs> Okay. There's going to be a poll for, for this. For legal reasons and Should. for law school reasons, I do not take bribes. I promise. <laughs> There's no. going to be a poll after this one. Should Taylor be a regular on this show or not? I sure should Clara slap the living crap out of him. So I kind of wanted to touch on the fact that there was someone in my race and ethnicity class actually brought up a really strong point that um, that these shootings happen. Like so Everyone keeps saying, oh, this was the first shooting that happened in Nashville. Um, which is like the furthest thing I was from the truth. We're like the hundred and sixty something exactly. this no, year. I had people telling me this, like, this is the schools. first time this happened in Nashville. I'm like, no, but because like, like again, God, like, like God be with their families and everything. But at the same time, like, there's so much media around this because it was a school because it was, it was a, a, a private white school. school and because the kids were white. Because then it goes into like. I'm sorry. This is going to be very. Was it one of the janitors black? Yes. I mean, one of the. Well, yes, but for the majority, the victims and of the, the school, school was white. But the shootings we'll that happen, that in, the shootings that happen in the quote-unquote ghetto neighborhoods in Nashville every day, those don't make the news. Those people are not going and putting little teddy bears on well, their graves. Well, they they do. It's just a different it's kind just of the news. Families. But it's still 
that's the issue is it shouldn't have to be a different kind of news we should be publicizing all of these attacks because maybe maybe like again maybe people will see how much of a problem it it is like if we if we publicize it every single time maybe something will actually get done well, that's what uh, we're hoping is, with the Tennessee this is three. Like, these are like my hopes and dreams. We don't know. The this. Tennessee three has changed a lot drastically. So much. Like, I, I just want to say, I'm going to call this right here. Uh, you guys can oh, come back they're and gonna, check uh, this. Justin Jones is going to run for president when he becomes of age. I'm 100% convinced. Oh, yeah. Well, that and that and our entire House of Representatives for Tennessee is about to be flipped on its head. Oh, oh 100%. And for you sure. know, you know. Don't darn well, you know harassment. darn well that the only reason that they really tried to expel these people was because they were angry. They were, they were angry, jealous. and these people are—they're both jealous, twenty. Pearson and Justin are, or Pearson and Jones are both twenty-five. Like they're the young, like the youngest that you can be. I think they're both. They're what happened? Both in their twenties. Expulsion was a joke. They're both in their twenties. That was kind of funny. It's so it's so ageist. Like it was ridiculous. It's that. It's and like, hold on, it's so I just, ageist. I don't mean to say this, but also. The fact that they tried, um, they tried to get Gloria on nothing. Yeah, and she like, even like, literally said, the offenses were nothing. And she we even that said when she she did not protest, she did not exactly. She like silently supported them. Like if them. you're just gonna try to expel people because you're angry, yeah. Like they, what? Get a new profession. They said that they literally like, they, don't be in politics. They were expelling them on no grounds whatsoever. Exactly, and, and even like there were the grounds. They were just being too straight. They were with being it. vague. The, I'm saying like the grounds were like something that would never ever like ten years ago would have never started expulsion. Right. Well, I people mean, don't get expelled in in, in no one's been expelled in anymore like years. Like since I think I mean, it was in the, the 80s. Um, Congress. I think it was the 80s. Whatever it's called. House of Representatives. House it's okay. Okay. Well, anyway, it's been a minute warning. It's been a long day, guys. I just want to, you know, as we draw to a close, I just want to remind everyone again, you can listen to us. Don't take our talks as truth, but I mean, as a little Don't truth. Don't take us too seriously. No. That's serious. what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I take, wa- do your own research and find your own stance. Yes. And then I want to say your ho- your representatives are called representatives for a reason. Um Lock them up. Look them up. Absolutely. You can contact. You have direct contact with them. You are allowed. As yeah, we have you can seen, call them, they pick up. They pick easily. up. You have seen like, with the protests. People have conversations with yes. these people. They are not untouchable just because they're politicians or representatives yeah. or whatever you want to call them. Like they are touchable. You can have you conversations have with them. I have and use it. I have met both Justin Jones and Justin Pearson because they talk to the people. Exactly, exactly. and so and that's how it should be. But it, if it, it you, represent you if you even if you don't agree with us, like just know that know you, what's going on. Know that's what's going on, thing. and know that you have a voice can say that to people if you are upset about what is going on in your community up, being upset and actually doing something are two entirely different things 100 percent. and if you want to be that person that helps make a change mm-hmm. do it mm-hmm. you can you can literally you can contact your representatives you can start something you can there is so many different ways to help yeah and although like although like it is like i mean it's not that it's like difficult to help but although it is like it's hard for people to understand Kind of because, yeah, I know. So it's kind of hard for people to understand, like, how they can help because no one's, no one knows. Like, no one knows what they're doing and no one understands that, like, I'm telling you, like, a lot of people do not know how politics work. Yeah. Or, like, how, like, what our representatives even do. Like, it's because we've gotten comfortable. Exactly. And I think the only reason that we know is because we're law students. Absolutely. I 100% think that's the only reason that we well, know. Well, I was gonna going to say, on. even though as a law student, 
um, I was, I didn't know, but it wasn't until, you know, the covenant, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I didn't really care until the covenant shooting kind of just, you know, brought it home because again, that is five. That was five. I know when it us. happened at first, it hit I was close like, to home. I was like, Oh, there's a, there's a shooting nearby. Don't I was like, let what? it hit close to your home before you do something oh. though. Cause then at that point it's too, too late. late. Yeah. yeah. When it first, like when all the, everything came out at first, I was like, Oh, a shooting went by. Like it kind of didn't phase me. Mm-hmm. And then Which like, is very scary by the way. Yeah. The fact that, that the fact that when it was first announced, I was I just think like, people hey. just didn't know where covenant was. A yeah. lot of people didn't. Well, I kept hearing it was at different schools. I heard that it was at Hillsborough High School for at first. No. Just so wrong. Hillsborough did go on lockdown. But either way, um, guys, thank you for listening to our very, very... Um, so this is probably one of our more elaborate podcasts. Yeah, not um, as comical as some yes. of the other ones. But thank you for listening. Remember, you do have a voice and yes. you are strong. You can do anything that you want. I will make sure... If you have any topics, send them to me. I want to know what you guys. We're think. Gonna he acts like he's like yeah, Taylor a collaborator on this podcast. But I actually that is a good idea. I think yeah. I'm gonna put up a poll on Instagram and y'all can send us ideas of topics. And also, um, we'll make sure Vote Taylor should stay on this. Shut uh, up, Taylor. Podcast. Shut up. That's not what I was gonna say. Um, <laughs> we'll make sure to put the link to the House Representatives, and so you can like contact, find your representative, contact Absolutely. them if you have any. If you agree or disagree with what's going on right now, just know that you can contact your representatives and tell them that. We'll make sure to put that somewhere, I guess. Um, Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Pretty legal. Stay strong. That's a wrap. Bye.